What you doing? Designing my new 2021 Nissan Kicks Online in the Kicks Color Studio. I give each a special name. This one's electric blue, orange, red, white. I call it the gumball machine. You think it's me? I feel like you're more of a red velvet guy. Limitless possibilities. With over 100 million available color combinations and Bose Personal Plus system. In the boldly new 2021 Nissan Kicks. Bose is the registered trademark of the Bose Corporation. Color combinations include interior and exterior colors. Customization is an available feature subject to availability at participating Nissan dealers. See dealer for details. Welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome again, everybody. Uh, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, we're coming off of a very successful weekend of uh, doing our off-season roundtable. Uh, a lot of fun. Me, you, Ryan. Uh, we had uh, we had good times. Yeah, it was a great time. You yeah, we know, hang uh, out, had some beers, talk some football. Absolutely, we uh, we broke it down, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, uh, free agency is still uh, you know uh, a little over a week away, so we still have time to discuss a few things. Uh, especially tonight, we wanted to kind of focus a little bit on the cornerback uh, position, whether or not uh, it might be wise to go ahead and just spend the money, or maybe find some cheaper alternative op- options. Uh, but real quick, before I wanted to get into any of that, I actually wanted to talk officially about Jason Peters. The Eagles officially right. released a statement, basically thanking him for his 11 years uh, in Eagle Green, um, you know, just just thanking him for everything that he's done for the Super Bowl and for, you know, the, the Hall of Fame career that he had, essentially. Right. Um, but also leaving the door open. Um, what were your thoughts as far as what were the Eagles trying to say there with, with the official statement? Something they really didn't need to do or, you know, uh, what were your thoughts? To me, my thoughts are they wanted to dispel any rumor that the Eagles were looking to bring him back at, to be the starter. They, because you know, there had been a rumor circulating, the Eagles oh, yeah. wanted to bring back Peters and make and have another year. Peters as the starting left tackle, and then they were circulating they were going to trade Andre Dillard, and you know they were giving up on him that he wasn't ready. And I think they wanted to dispel that rumor, and this was the way they did it, along with thanking Jason Peters for all of his contributions over the years. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I think I think this is kind of just a, an unorthodox way of saying, hey, listen, we're, you know, we, we thank you for everything you've done. Please feel free to go out and test the market. And if for whatever reason that doesn't work out, um, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll talk down the road. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. I think with the, the rumors that kind of came out recently, the – whispers uh, that they'd be trading Andre Dillard or that Dillard was not even close to being ready. Um, yeah, I think they definitely wanted to kind of uh, shut that down. And, and honestly, it's it's funny because a lot of people definitely freaked out a little bit about it. Um, sure. But given the, the way he played last year, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to say that, hey, he's just not ready. Um, yeah, right. He's, he's, he certainly, when he was playing left tackle, right. He certainly did a great job. Uh, now, when he played right tackle, he struggled. Right. He's and not. He's not used to. That's, that's being a rookie. 
and and the fact of the matter is he's going to be the left tackle, and and that's what I'm focusing on. The time he spent at left tackle, he did very well. And and you know again for being a rookie and still learning, I thought he did I thought he did a pretty good job considering he had the entire year to kind of learn uh, from one of the greats. He has another guy on the other bookend who who is putting himself together uh, quite the nice career. Um, yeah, I, I think he's in the right hands, and, and they got a good offensive line coach that I'm not worried. Honestly, I, 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 there may be some. Yeah, and Jason Peters really embraced his role as not only you know a participant on you know starting up offensive line this past year, but also that role of grooming and preparing Jason or uh, Andre Dillard right. for that for his future role as a starting left tackle. Uh, Jason Peters seems like a guy. He's probably going to be a coach someday if he wants it. He can be an offensive line coach when he retires. It seems like you know coaching just is part of how he's made up. Yeah, it, he to help the next generation. Oh, absolutely. It definitely seems like he has kind of uh, you know that mentality, that mindset. Um, yeah. Aggressive coach for sure. It's definitely a guy that's going to get in your face. Um, whether, sure. Whether and it or seems not like that he probably needed that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, I, honestly, um, I'm glad they said something. Um, you know, it, again, for everything that Jason Peters has done, we literally never, up until you know maybe last year, we really didn't have to worry about the left tackle position for ten years. Like, right? We were good, and not a lot of teams can say that about even one position. We basically went from Trey Thomas for ten years. Yeah. For actually probably like 12, 13 years, yeah. and now 10 years of Jason Peters. I mean, we haven't had to worry about the left tackle position since I was a senior in high school. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite some time. So we've been very lucky in that, and I think um, yeah. we're hoping, obviously, that you know that that Dillard is kind of the the next one in line, and, sure. and we don't have to worry about it for another decade. Uh, that would be great. Um, but That'd be fantastic. Sit here and say. <laughs> for 30 years, 30 we didn't have to worry right. about the left tackle. Right. Uh, I mean, that's that's something that no other team could could really say. Yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, for for you know most positions, um, and you know most teams can't say that about one position that they've had 20 plus years of success. Sure. I mean, look, the Colts looked at it, and the Indianapolis Colts looked at saying, "Okay, we go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck," and that was significant, and it was. Yeah. You know, think about it. The Eagles went from Trey Thomas to Jason Peters, and now you're hoping Andre De- From all indications, if he takes that step forward the way you expect rookies to take that step forward in their second year, that's usually the biggest progression is from year one to year two. Sure. And, I mean, if he takes that kind of progression, I feel like we'll be sitting here the end of the next year saying, you still don't have to worry about the left tackle yeah. position. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, that's, that certainly takes kind of... Um... You know, the fact of the matter is that your offensive line is one of your strongest groups. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there was obviously some questioning of what we're going to do post-Jason Peters, and, and hopefully we found, you know, the right, uh, you know, the right person for the job. And, you know, um, we just got to obviously see, but I'm, I'm happy moving forward. I think, like you said, this kind of kills some of those rumors. And we'll, we'll right. obviously know, because if, you know, if they go in second day, the the you know the off season or the the official you know start of free agency, Jason Peters is signed. Uh, all right, maybe then we might be a little worried because 
you know, they, they obviously would sign them because they, they didn't think that Dillard was ready. Now, if it's, right. if it's day 20 and Jason Peters doesn't have any offers and he's just kind of sitting there and, you know, we could sign him on the, on the cheap and basically be a, a kind of, a, you know, a, a coach on the sideline uh, and, and a, a fill-in. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be obviously okay with that. I don't know if Jason would be okay with that, but you know, we shall. Yeah, I think at that point, I'd wonder if he'd just hang it up. That's very possible. That certainly, I think a lot of people are not factoring in, and that certainly could be an option. That certainly could be the next step. Is if you know, I'm expecting him to get offers. Somebody's going to give him something. I, I think so too. But you don't know. You, crazier things have happened, as we've seen over the years, and you know, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe We've he doesn't like what he's getting. Crazy. Right. Maybe he doesn't uh, doesn't like what he's seeing out there, and the Eagles even say, hey, listen, I know you're not getting what you like. I know this may not be what you like, but here's an offer, and kind of run with it. Maybe he retires. You never know. So, But, yeah, either way. Sure, and maybe somebody else is looking at him and saying, kind of the same thing. Eagles are saying, hey, we use him as kind of a coach on the field. Right. With that caveat of he can fill in at left tackle, maybe a guard if need be. And you know, that's what the other team's looking at. And if he's looking at it, and those are the two offers, the Eagles and another team in very similar offers, I mean, he either, one, like you said, retires, or two, says, you know what, why don't I just stay where I'm at? If, this, if I'm going to be doing the same thing somewhere else, why, not why don't I just stay where I'm at? Right, exactly. I, I think if that's yeah. the case, yes. He, he would absolutely say, you know, if he's dead set on playing – regardless of, of the role, uh, and right. all the offers are, are the same, I would assume he'd be choosing Philly. It's just easier, you know, why, why move, you know, pack up and move and go somewhere else when, uh, you know, you could stay here or somewhere you've been here for 11, 11-ish 11 years, so. For right. Sure. And, look, like you said, stranger things have happened. Odd things seem to happen around free agency, and you never really know what other teams – they're thinking nobody wants to let it in, let you in on what they're thinking, but I think he'll get a feel within that legal tampering period. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He'll 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 know pretty quick. He'll know pretty quick. Yeah. But either way, hats off to uh, Jason Peters. If he for whatever reason he does not play again, uh, you know, in Eagle Green, uh, one hell of a career. I, I absolutely loved you, and uh, we talked about this on on the off season roundtable. Uh, which, if you haven't checked out, please make sure you go onto the Phillyverse um, Facebook page. Check that out there. Um, it's what about two and a half hours. We basically break down yeah. everybody who's a free agent for the Eagles, whether they're staying, whether they're going, or whether we like them to stay or go. Um, and then some free agents to kind of fill those roles, and, and maybe a little bit about the game plan that you know Howie and the front office are, are going to be attacking uh, in a, in a mere. What? Uh, less than ten days, right? Eight, eight days. Yeah. Right now we're a week, we're under a week away from the legal tampering period. Um, yeah. So yeah, nine days uh, until the official start. We're a week away from the official, uh, unofficial legal tampering. So yeah. So. Yeah, which I spoke saying that it was on the Thursday. It's on Wednesday, March 18th. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that. So I don't know. A little weird. Thinking that I don't think I could have handled watching NCAA basketball and worrying about Eagle free agency at the same day would not, would not have gone well. So, uh, all right. Well, good, 
to transition over into the cornerback position, as I said earlier. Uh, we want to talk about um, you know whether or not the Eagles want to go all in on a Byron Jones or a, a James Bradbury. Um, you know there are some other options out there uh, for sure. Um, you know in the cornerback market, uh, I wanted to kind of go over a few of them and uh, discuss. So obviously we know uh, Byron Jones is the number one corner out there right now. Would you agree? Eric? Right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, are you frozen there? You might, you might be frozen. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, he's, he's definitely in the wrong. Okay. I think I was, because I was only catching a few words here and there, and then... Okay. Then I started catching some more. Are, are... <laughs> All right. Hey, don't worry about it, buddy. Uh, we'll get through it. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You're a little choppy, though, but we'll, we'll work through it. Um, all right, so obviously, like I said, okay. Byron Jones, number one guy out there. He's 27. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, young, he's talented. May not get uh, show up on the st- stat sheet as much as, you know, other corners, but his impact certainly can be felt. Um, and probably, you know, anywhere from the 16 to $18 million range is what we've been hearing. Eric, what's your opinion? Do should the Eagles say, you know what, screw it, we have we need this position. It is our number one need. We have let up 100 yard receiver after 100 yard receiver. It's time to just say, put the money where the mouth is. Go get the best guy out there and spend the money. What are your thoughts? Okay. Uh, Eric is in the middle of a freeze. I don't know what is happening right now. Um, looks like our network quality is, is fantastic tonight. Um, so there's that. Uh, but we'll work through. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, yep, we lost Eric. Okay. Awesome. Gotta love, uh, you know, our technology here that just, uh, you know, keeps up with the times here. So we'll get Eric back in a second. Um, but yeah, so some of the other uh, corner, uh, free agent corners, James Bradbury, probably going to, you know, 15 to 16, $17 million in that range. Also 27, also pretty good. Um, you know, he's, um, you know, he co- certainly could be a franchise tag, uh, but still, um, he's done a great job being the number one corner for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he's young, probably put him a smidge under Byron Jones. But he's going to demand this large, large contract. So do we spend the money? Do we spend $17, $18 million? It's a lot of money. You know, the highest corner contract right now is, I think, 16 maybe just under 16 um, So it's certainly going to kind of exceed that. But let's talk about maybe some cheaper options. Somebody that I certainly like um, and, and certainly could be available Um there is uh, uh, Kendall Fuller from the Chiefs. He's 25. He's young. Didn't have the greatest year last year because of, uh, of an injury. Um, but certainly, um, you know, a good guy to kind of maybe fight for the uh, probably the second position. All right. We got Eric back here. Let's bring Eric on in. Uh, Eric, sorry about that uh, craziness. Uh, let's talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't it. know what happened there. Yeah, it's all good. Uh 
what's your thoughts on spending the money for for a big free agent corner? Uh, look, if he's if he's the right guy, I'm all in favor of it. I th- I don't think you can be scared off by previous uh, failures such as Byron Maxwell, Nami Asimov. No, so, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, look, I'm all in favor of it. But now, do your due diligence. Like I know we talked about some of the shortcomings, some of the stuff that uh, you know he doesn't show up that much on the stat sheet as far as interceptions. Um, you know, not really considered much of a playmaker. I don't know if he's really shut down corner, played safety to start his career. Now, look, sometimes you do that early on because you just want to get a guy in a lineup and you feel like that's the best way to get up some experience. So, I, I'm, gee, you know, gun to my head, I'd say yes because you need the corner. And yeah, I would, gotta get, I would go rather. Get the best yeah, I would rather spend the money on a corner than I would a wide receiver. Um, sure. Mostly because I feel like the depth in the draft at wide receiver is certainly greater, and the top-end talent is certainly greater. Uh, so I feel like you can get somebody wide receiver-wise, whereas you know, if you're spending $12 million on Robbie Anderson, uh, I'd rather spend $12 you know, million on you know, Bradley Roby. Um, you know, from the Texans, he's 28, um, you know, kind of, uh, I think he, had, he was coming off kind of a little bit of an injury, but, um, yeah, like I said, I'd rather spend the money on a corner regardless, and, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, you should not be afraid of previous cornerback failures, I mean, we've had, we've had some good, you know, free agent, uh, what about, what about, uh, Asante Samuel? He, he came from the New England Patriots, came right over, and didn't skip a beat. I, I think we can all agree that Asante Samuel had a pretty good career here as an Eagle, right? Yeah, excellent addition. So? What's so, that? Uh, no, that's all right. Um, <laughs> you were in and out again. Um, so, yeah, uh, again, there, there are plenty of options. Like I had said, Kendall Fuller. Bradley Roby, um, uh, Darkeyes Denard from the, the Bengals. Um, you know, these are all guys that are under the age of 30, um, still got some talent. I, I definitely think you can grab one top-end guy, the Bradburys, the Joneses, and maybe even a middle-of-the-road guy, kind of like a Logan Ryan. And I'd spend the money on those two rather than, than waste one on, on even one wide receiver. That's just me. mustache going on right now or is it or am i just not seeing the bottom of the beard no the beard's all there okay it's just a little light here so it kind of looked like you had one of these guys which i don't know it's it's definitely all all there i mean just hey throwing it out there maybe shave right here that'd be be a good look for you um so yeah folks there there you have it as far as uh kind of uh, the corners would say you um 
guys thinking? I know a lot of people out there are, are certainly concerned uh, about uh, whether or not spending money on a on a corner is worth it. Obviously, yes, you're a little you know worried about previous uh, you know failures, but you know at, at this point you, you can't really let the past dictate your future. And you no, really, you can't live that way. Yeah, you really got to just kind of go for it. And honestly, what who, what else are you going to spend the money on? I mean, yeah, sure, probably some D line depth. Probably some O-line depth. Um, maybe a linebacker. That's crazy talk. I know. Uh, but you're going to need to fix your secondary. And the best way to do that is get a shutdown corner. And I think Bradbury or Jones kind of fits that mold and could be our shutdown guy. And I think, again, if we're not giving up, you know, 100-yard uh, you know, games to these receivers all the time, Maybe our defensive line will have an extra half a second to get to the quarterback. Because that was one thing our defensive line did really great last year, is they got to the quarterback. But they were just a smidge too late. And it's mostly because the, the defensive backfield couldn't hold, you know, the receivers close. Uh, it's kind of, you know, one falls into the other, so... Maybe if you shore up that, you know, maybe you're already good and, and hopefully continued uh, deep defensive line can actually get those sacks. And we lost Eric. Awesome. I'm loving stuff tonight. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's, uh, you know, we, we, we can't tell if it's a connection issue on my end, his end, or if it's the system we use. Um, but, uh, yeah, not, uh, not fun when you're trying to do a show and talking about stuff. Uh, but I will say the one great thing, though, is Eric, when when he gets kicked off, he comes back with uh, <laughs> with quite the anger and the vengeance. So I'm sure he'll be uh, coming back pretty angry, and I get a great enjoyment out of it. Uh, <laughs> although he doesn't like it when I laugh at him. But, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, so there's, there's your, uh, your corners. I did want to talk about... Um, you know, obviously I mentioned a few kind of low-key uh, corners, but I want to talk about some low-key wide receivers. Obviously, everybody and, you know, their mother uh, has already talked about a few kind of low-key names. Uh, the Eagles should go after Brashard Perriman. Uh, but I honestly think that Brashard might kind of get more, um, you know, more of a contract than we're thinking. Um so I want to dive even deeper. Eric, how are you? Are you back? Yeah, yeah for now, I guess. <laughs> um, so I'm going into wide, cheap wide receiver options, and obviously everybody knows the name Brashad Perriman. Sure. Uh, but I want to kind of go even deeper. Um, you know, we had, uh, we had floated the idea of a Josh Gordon. Um, that would certainly be somebody who would fit the mold as far as a cheaper option you know, low risk, high reward. Um, another, sure. another guy I've, I see in that mold is a Corey Coleman coming off of, uh, you know, a stint with the Giants. He's 26. Um, been pretty disappointing so far, but he certainly... Oh, he's had a, yeah, terrible career, yeah. He certainly does have the skill, though. You see it at, sure. at times. And, you know, maybe it's one of those kind of late bloomer type things where, you know, he doesn't really figure it out until a couple, uh, couple of years there. Um, let's see, another one uh, I, I was certainly looking at 
Uh, was it Geronimo Allison, who's certainly shown flashes at Green Bay? Sure. Um, Tajay Sharp, again, flashes in Tennessee. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind bringing in a couple of these guys, even just to compete. Sure. You give those guys an opportunity, the 90-man roster, and just say, all right, now you've got to try and earn a spot to make the 53 at the end of camp. Right, because right now, you know, it it's – the wide receiver core right now is is, is beat up. There's sure. uncertainty with Alshon Jeffrey. You know, there's still uncertainty with G- Deshaun, even though he says he's you know going to be back 100 percent, whatever. Well, sure. I mean, uh, he's confident, right. and everybody's confident of being healthy in April, in March. Right. So, I'm so you s- get ahead to April, but yeah, right. Um, so you, you still have you know Greg Ward, but mm-hmm. you know again. You can't really rely on Greg Ward, unfortunately. He's a guy who came out of nowhere. You right, you don't know what you have there. Yeah, you, cer- yeah. you certainly are glad that you got something out of nothing, mm-hmm. essentially. So you, you really don't have a lot to, to you know build a bridge on on that. You have J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who's been very disappointing. Yeah, showing you nothing. Right. Yeah. So there's uncertainty in the top four guys, and after that, those guys are all – you know, undrafted practice squad, you know, whatever's guys who should be playing in the XFL. So, sure. so you, your top four guys are uncertain. Uh, I would absolutely bring in two low key kind of guys to kind of fight for those, you know, maybe mm-hmm. the third, the fourth, the fifth spots draft, you know, one or two guys, depending on how the draft kind of falls to you. Right. And, and hope that that's enough of an upgrade and hope that Deshaun, you know, stays healthy and hope that somehow the Alshon Jeffrey situation works itself out or however that's going to play out. You're going to need to bring in a few people. You know, I, I could see four brand new wide receivers on this squad, you know, come training camp because you need to figure some stuff out. Sure. Yeah. And you know, I heard a lot in there. Hope this works right, out. Right. Hope that works and out. That's that's a terrible game plan, by the way. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that, but like you, you know. Right. But you I mean, have to. Kinda, like, what did the Phillies do last year with their pitching staff? It was Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, and hope, hope for the rest. Right. You know? And hope failed. Yeah, and like when you go when your game plan, your plan A is involving a lot of hope, like. That's a flawed game plan. You, you need, not that anything really is certain, but you need some things that you believe you can count on. Like, you don't believe you can count on Deshaun Jackson at 33 staying healthy all of a sudden when he was injured all last year. Right. You don't really believe that Alshon Jeffrey is all of a sudden going to stop, for whatever reason, hating Carson Wentz <laughs> and being good luck with. You hope for those things, and that's a dangerous game to play. Yeah, yeah. Hope is definitely dangerous when it comes to sports. Um, it certainly ends careers. But you know, that's that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's gotten a lot of uh, coaches fired over the years. Yeah, for sure. So, so there's uh, maybe some of your your low key wide receiver kind of uh, you know free agents. I also wanted to talk a little about some maybe some low key um, linebackers, if I if I may. Oh, sure. Where's yours? I know that's your specialty. Um, yeah, so there, there's certainly a couple of guys that, that I, I certainly wouldn't mind 
Um, Eagles taking kind of, um, you know, obviously I'd like one of the bigger names, you know, your, you know, your Blake Martinez, Shaq Barrett, um, you know, Vic Beasley, um, you know, those type guys. Um, but, you know, there are some, you know, nice smaller names. Uh, Barkevius Bingo is certainly another guy that um, I'm kind of high on. Um, you know, there's uh, Hassan Riddick. He, uh, he theoretically is, is going to be a free agent. I believe he's a restricted free agent, but so right. there's that. Uh, Alec Ogletree uh, from the Giants. He played with uh, the Rams. Um, you know, uh, that's certainly a guy I would love to see, uh, you know, in Eagle Green. Uh, Deion yeah. Buchanan. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, there's another. There's a Reggie, uh, Reggie Ragland from the, from the Chiefs. Again, these are all, I'm picking young guys, 27, sure. 26, 25, and could potentially make uh, an impact. Darren Lee, another one, uh, linebacker drafted from the uh, University of Ohio State uh, uh, by the Jets, ended up uh, being on the Chiefs. A little disappointing, but again, I like those kind of, you know, yeah, potential. Yeah, kind of, like fighting for their careers, really. Yeah, so... Again, these are guys that if you're not going to go after any of the big names, I would love to see some of these uh, smaller names kind of come into camp and, and maybe, you know, fight, fight uh, you know, Geary or, or whoever the second linebacker is for that position. Mm-hmm. So, um, very Yeah, nice. I certainly like the idea of loading up in that position of some guys who have been kind of underachieving and giving them a chance to fight for their careers. As, you know, sometimes you see that in the guys, guys, you know, they were complacent early on, and then they need that wake-up call of not making it, and then knowing that really this is their last chance to make it in the league. And sometimes desperate play creates good play. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, and before we get out of here, I did want to talk a little bit about the safeties as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. everybody knows about Justin Simmons and you know Anthony Harris, sure, uh, Haha Clinton Dix. Um, you know, but there's some other names there that. Uh, you know, again, are, are young guys, um, still talented. Tony Jefferson's 28 years old, coming off of, a, of an injury, but um, again, uh, he was cut because kind of uh, he was making way too much money from the Ravens. I think he's still a very serviceable player. Serviceable player. Uh, Trey Boston, again, 28. Um, you know, he's he's not the greatest in run run uh, cover, you know run uh, stoppage, but. Sure. Uh, excellent in coverage, and that's what we need. We don't really need a run stuffing, you know, safety. Um, so yeah, the Eagles like playing like basically two guys who are like the free safeties. Yeah, that seems to be their scheme, so they can just divvy up the field. Okay, Jenkins, you've got this side, McLeod, you've got the other. That's pretty much what they've done over the last few years, and I'm sure that that's the system that they want to keep in place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, there's, uh, like I said, uh, Von Bell, I think, is a guy that, um, you know, certainly could be, um, you know, somebody. Yeah, he was somebody we were talking about a lot at the round table that right. we, you know, would love to see the Eagles go get. Right. I, I would say, though, um, he, he might be a little bit better at run support than, than in coverage. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, depending on, on how they see their safety tandem going or who was even there, will determine, you know, again, if Malcolm Jenkins – isn't there? Right. I think Von Bell is a good replacement for, for Jenkins. Certainly, no disrespect to Jenkins, and would probably never live up to that 
that name and that hype, yeah, but yeah, could provide but... similar skill set that Jenkins does. Right, no, I, I understand what you mean. Plays the same style, maybe not the same level that Malcolm right. Jenkins does. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, there, there's a few uh, names there. Uh, what's what's great, though, is, is when we come on air next time, the legal tampering period will be upon us. Um, so we'll be able to uh, hopefully have a few rumors here and there to, to discuss, uh, maybe involving the Eagles. Uh, God hopefully willing. involving the Eagles. Yeah, right, hopefully involving them. Um, yeah, so um, I'm super excited about that. Can't wait. Really? And, um, yeah, let's uh, let's go free agency. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talk about we compare uh, free agency and the draft a lot to Christmas. It's like this is when you get these these gifts, and kind of the caveat is, even though you're excited when you get the gifts, it's kind of like if you get, like, a surfboard for Christmas, and it's like you're all excited, you got this new surfboard, but, you know, you live in the Northeast here, and so, you know, you got to wait until, you know, June to go use it. Right. And that's kind of what you get here. You get these awesome Christmas gifts from these players, that you're just, you know, excited, you can't wait to see them, and then you got to wait till September to see them play. Yeah, that's, it is certainly a little bit of a tease, but... Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's it for us tonight. I uh, want to thank everybody uh, for uh, being a part of it, uh, checking us out, commenting, uh, people especially on the watch party. Thank you guys very much. Um, so yeah, we'll be back uh, next week, obviously, same time, same day, Monday, 730. Uh, and we'll be discussing some of the legal tampering uh, rumors uh, that we're hearing. Uh, but don't forget to check out the other shows in the Philly Burst Podcast Network. Uh, every Tuesday at 8.30 is the Philly Broadcast with Ryan and Ryan. Uh, Wednesdays, Mike Sports, exclusively on YouTube at 8 o'clock with Eric and uh, Landry. And then, of course, on Thursday, the TLC Podcast at 9 o'clock with Eric and Joe. And uh, we do have a new show coming very soon uh, on Fridays, I believe. Uh, we're still hammering out the details, but uh, we'll let you know when that happens. So stay, t- stay tuned to Phillyverse on Facebook for all announcements. Uh, we'll be posting all of that information soon. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, I think we'll, we'll probably be doing, uh, we'll definitely be doing a, uh, another off-season roundtable before the draft. In fact, that weekend prior. Uh, but we're yeah. trying to figure out doing a, another one in, in the interim. Um, between uh, the two so we'll let you know keep it locked on uh, Phillyverse on Twitter Instagram basically anywhere you can uh, you can follow us we'll post it all around so you you won't miss it so uh, but yeah that's it for us uh, episode 190 in the books coming up on that big uh, 200 in fact uh, yeah. speaking of big uh, big numbers uh, I believe it was last week uh, or maybe it was just a few days ago, uh, that our 11-year uh, anniversary of the first podcast we ever did together. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. The, the old, old uh, Philly, Philly Mick Hump Show. show. <laughs> yeah. Started way back in the day. Uh, time certainly has changed. Uh, podcasting certainly has changed. Yeah, back then you could not see these lovely faces you see now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they did not have that option. I'd be uh, sporting my University of Tennessee um, anti-bullying shirt. Ah, uh, yes. Special, yeah. That I just had to, you know, I saw it and I was just like, you know, I love, I love the cause. The kid who uh, yeah. made his own University of Tennessee shirt and got bullied for it, told the story, and Tennessee decided to print those shirts. Yeah, no, that was a really, really classy yeah. move. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, for sure, definitely. But, but you couldn't have seen that on the old uh, blog talk days with Billy Nick and Rob Show. No, you could We not. have evolved. We have evolved. I Although know. some say I have the perfect face for radio. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, stay tuned to the other shows and obviously all of our uh, Facebook pages for up-to-date breaking news as we always do like to uh, get that information out to you. Uh, so check it out. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us. We'll see you guys next week. We'll talk. Uh, we'll be in the midst of uh, free agency frenzy, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, that's it, Eric. Anything to add before we get on out of here? No. All right. Keeping it alive. 190 in a row. Gotta love it. Man, right. uh, the best color man in sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. I will see you guys tomorrow. So for the Football Smack Talk Show, I am Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 185 days to go. All right. That's not that bad. We can do that. Oh, yeah. We can yeah. do that on standing on our head. Yeah, That's fine. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Go Birds! <laughs>